Well, Jordan, we appreciate you joining us. Um, how does it feel this year going into the Olympics after missing it last year and getting it back and, and making another team and, and getting to go back this year? Yeah, um, it's it's amazing. Uh, definitely a mixture of emotions, you know. I think when your mind is kind of what's set on last year, right, you kind of already had this natural, like, ramp up, you know, in your mind. And when it didn't happen, it was like you're you're trying to – you know, where, what am I doing? What's going on? What's the team doing? How are we going to respond? And are we actually going to have another Olympics? Do I keep going? What's, you know, there was a lot of question marks. And I think that, um, you know, I'm just really proud of our team. I think we, we put in a lot of time over Zoom, as I'm assuming a lot of people did. And um, I just, I feel really good about our team, our team culture, how we're functioning. And I'm just really excited for that. Jordan, there are a lot of athletes that have said, you know, not competing last year in Tokyo was detrimental. There are some that have said, you know what, giving me an extra uh, a year has helped me prepare better, and now they believe they can compete for medals. Your team is going into Tokyo as the number one ranked team in the world and a favorite for a gold medal. So as tough as it was to not play last year, has that time helped you mature and come together to where the gold medal is definitely within reach? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, gosh, even as you just talk about it, it gives me chills. Um, I think if you would have asked me last year, like, hey, the team ready? And, you know, I think I probably would have given you a PR answer. And But I, to be honest, I, I, don't, I don't think we were. I think um, our culture was all over the place. I think we were trying to manage a lot of things. And, you know, uh, we, again, spent a lot of time on Zoom and really tried to, I don't know, we're – are, we're dealing or we're working with a, a new consultant. Her name is Sue Enquist. She's a former softball coach and has really helped us. Uh, we talk about like dropping the rope. So, you know, of course on a team, right? Like you have interpersonal issues or, you know, staff relation issues, you know? And so we just really try to focus on kind of dealing with a lot of that stuff that we could write like interpersonally without being together. <laughs> dropping the rope and just like let's all be and like try and work for this common goal you know and not that it wasn't always that way because I, I do believe there was that that bigger plan in place but I think there was a lot of underlying things that we needed to deal with before we got back in the gym together and now that we're back in the gym it's like we I feel like we didn't skip a beat you know we didn't see each other for almost two years and here we are showing up and like getting after it and still like coming out with a BNL win like that's huge um, and so, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm really excited for this team. So you have experience and, and know what it takes to, uh, you know, make a run in the Olympics. What is it going to take for this team specifically to potentially go compete for a gold medal? Yeah, um, I think the, the word that comes to my mind is just patience. I think um, where I think we could get a little ahead of ourselves is we let the game play us versus like, hey, no, like, let's try to slow it down. Let's take one point at a time. And I know that sounds so, like, uh, like uh, elementary, I guess. But in reality, like, sometimes when you're in a big situation, all of a sudden the, it just – you can't slow down time. It's like you're, you know, going 1,000 miles an hour. And in reality, it's just the ability to slow down and, and play each play and, and, and stay true to that and – and to be honest, I think we're we're doing great in practice with that. You know, if there's a situation where, you know, a team just goes on a run, like how can we slow it down on our side and, and uh, kind of really be patient on that? So I think that's 
that's the word that I think um, is going to help help us. How do you impart your Olympic experience? This is going to be your third games to those who are making their Olympic debut. And as, as I look at the roster, it looks like there's four that do have Olympic experience, including Kelsey Robinson, but you have yeah. so many who will be going at this for the very first time. So how do you slow things down? How do you impart patience to those athletes that are going to be pretty excited uh, and taking on you know, teams that are going for the gold medal as well? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I, I think it's just a lot, right, a lot of it now, right, and trusting in that what we have done now is prepared us for every situation that we're going to encounter. And to be honest, the Olympic Games is really no different than any other tournament we do, right? Like we are playing the same teams, the court size is the same, the ball is the same, right? Like it, it just, it's a bigger thing in our mind. We're making it bigger than in, in reality it is. And, and don't get me wrong, it is the Olympic Games. It's a big thing. But when it comes down to the X's and O's, it's, it's the same. And so I think if we're constantly narrating that now, when it gets to the heat of the moment and, you know, we can look each other in the eyes and know that like, hey, we've done this. We know we've been here. We know exactly what to do. And, you know, I think it's just, that look in the eyes and like, Hey, here we are and let's go, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, but again, I think how, how you talk in the moment, right? Like if your voice is frantic, then the team is frantic, you know? So it's kind of like, how can we slow this play down and really slow it down with our communication? So um, I think that's kind of what I'll try to go to. And I think a lot of my teammates will go to as well. Like you said, experience, we do have some experience on the team. So it's good. You've played a lot of volleyball, racked up a lot of accolades. You got a bronze and a silver medal. What would a gold medal mean to you? Have you dreamed about it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, third time's a charm, right? And I got to complete the series. So, um, <laughs> no, I, um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think the, the more I've played, right, like, of course, like, accolades and everything, like, are, you know, a representation of kind of how the team performs and things like that. And, uh, I think for me, even the biggest lesson I learned at Nebraska was, you know, if the team can maximize its potential and you felt like you've done everything that you could in your power and you don't walk away with the medal, like that's, that's all we're aiming for. Right. And I think, uh, that's what I want for this team is just to pull out, max out like to our fullest potential. I think it's, if we didn't do that, I think that would be the biggest disappointment, even if it didn't end up being a medal. You know what I'm saying? And so mm -hmm. I think that that's where my mind goes. Of course, a, a gold medal would be amazing, but um, I, I think that that's where my heart lies, is, is maximizing the potential. Okay, I know you're in the moment and you're thinking about the gold medal and, and the, the, the steps <laughs> it's going to take to get there. But in looking back, I read an article that you said uh, trying to make the U.S. under-18 team Back in 2003, you were so nervous because you so desperately yeah. wanted to wear the Team USA uniform. Jordan, yeah. in, a, in a few weeks, you are going to retire from Team USA. You will have worn that uniform for more than half of your life. Have you I thought know. about that moment? <laughs> yeah, I, I have, you know, and I, uh, I'm trying. I, like, the thought keeps coming, right? Like, as an athlete, you're, you, you have all these thoughts in your mind, right? Like, about playing, about visualizing, and you know, the, the thought kept, kept coming and I'm like, all right, Jordan, like you gotta, you gotta confront it, right? Like it's, it's there. 
So if you don't acknowledge it, then, you know, like you're not doing it justice. And so I, I definitely have thought about it. And um, like you said, I, I, I still I still feel like that 18 year old girl, like this is my first time. And, you know, like I don't know where the years went, to be honest. It's been just such a, a joy and an honor every time. And just, I don't know, I feel like I've tried to never take it for granted. And um, I don't know, it's just, it's going to be an honor and I'm going to walk out with my held held high and like just proud of uh, the teams that I've been on and the fact that I've been able to represent the United States for so long. And uh, yeah, I think just ultimately just super proud. Well, you're not the only Husker representing Team USA. you got two fellow teammates, and then also, I don't know if you've been following the under-20 team, three freshmen of the number one recruiting class in the nation that Coach Cook called the dream team that have been uh, dominating on the under-20 Team USA team. What does that say about Nebraska volleyball, that there's no other college that has that kind of representation? Yeah, I like you said, it, it really like just shows like what Nebraska volleyball is all about and, and what it means to be there, right? Like uh, I came into Nebraska wanting to play at the next level. You know, I didn't know what that looked like, but I think John and his staff and knew what it took, right? And it puts you in position to perform at the highest level. And obviously, you know, Nebraska and the crowd as an athlete, like it, it sets you up for success because it's, your eyes are on you, you know, and, and when it gets hot, you know, there's a lot of people watching. So it's kind of like uh, it really sets the stage for, for success down the road. And, and I have been following the U, um, U20 and uh, so cool. And uh, I'm just really stoked for, for this coming year for, for Nebraska volleyball and, and just the legacy that John has created, to be honest. I mean, he's, he's done a great job. How global is the Nebraska brand? Obviously, it's a big deal here, but outside the the, the borders of Nebraska, uh, how many people recognize Nebraska volleyball when you go across the globe? Yeah, for sure, a, a lot more than um, than I ever thought. You know, I I I I joke about like my nickname because my teammate called me like the governor, but it all started because we were in Thailand and. At the end line, I see this bright red shirt with a Husker, you know, Huskers all over it. And I'm like, what, what is going on? We're in Bangkok, like of all places, <laughs> you know, and there's a Husker fan here and, you know, like knew my dad, you know, like it was just like such a small world, but like not just there everywhere, you know, like my team in Turkey, like the GM knew exactly like comes to the final four, like watches, you know, and so like, I think it's very well known and like, you know, people are getting great contracts right out of college because it is, it, the stage is set, you know, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a good place to play. You're a small town Nebraska kid, goes and plays at the University of Nebraska for those little girls that might be listening, thinking, you know, I don't go to a big enough school or I don't have enough exposure. What would be your message to them is now you've kind of become one of the most decorated volleyball players in, in Team USA history and Nebraska history? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think I would tell them I had all those fears as well. You know, I, I thought about transferring my, uh, I think it was my junior year, and ultimately at that point I, or no, I think it was my sophomore year because I hadn't committed yet, and I, I, I all those things were questioning in my mind too. I was like, what am I going to do? I want to get seen. I want to get a college, you know, scholarship, but Ultimately, like, I decided to play club, and that 
right now, club volleyball is all over the United States, and there's so many opportunities. And if you can get to a club team that is, like, with a good coach and you're able to travel to even local tournaments, the scouts watch. They are out there. The coaches watch, you know, like, trust in that. And also, I think for me, like, the mental balance of playing other sports and being from a small town and being able to do other things allowed me to, like, kind of step away from volleyball just for a little bit, right, because I always loved it. But it allowed me to always come back refreshed and playing at a much higher level than I may have if I would have just kept playing. And where I think at a bigger school you only ha- you only have the opportunity to really play that sport because the off season is with that team and all those things. So, I don't know, I'm really grateful for my experience at, at Logan View. But I, I did have all those fears. But I, I ultimately think that I made the right decision of staying. And, and obviously, my dad was at school. So I, I think it, it meant a lot for me to stay as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think trust in the process and know that um, you're doing the right thing. Terry Pettit has always preached from you know the day one of building this Nebraska program to have those athletes that do play other sports. I think he just tweeted about it the other day. He's still talking yeah. about the importance of the, the track athlete and the basketball athlete as well as playing volleyball. I can remember, and I'm pretty sure it was Terry when he said, you know, there's this seventh or eighth grade girl in, at Logan View that's going to be pretty good someday. I'm thinking, who's that? But he talked about how great of an athlete you were, and uh, that's obviously uh-huh. paid off um, greatly for you. What are some of your great experiences when you hang this up? What will be your great experiences from that eighth grade girl to uh, where you are now? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a lot to count. You know, I, I think ultimately it's, it's perspective and um, just gratitude for the country that we live in. Uh, I, I've been able, like you said, travel a lot. Uh, I've seen a lot of places where, you know, they, they don't, they don't have what we have. And every time I come back and, I'm away for seven months and I come back to the United States. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like the greatest place ever. And we, of course, there's been a lot of issues over the years, you know, these last couple of years and just a lot of things going on. But like, ultimately, we live in one of the greatest places. And um, also translating from that to volleyball, like the, the national team, like how we execute and how, what we think about and how we like operate at such a high level, like, not a lot of teams do that and so fortunate and um you know i think just my time in nebraska just so so grateful for all those memories and um yeah just too many to count but ultimately just perspective and gratefulness and gratitude and yeah unbelievable Last thing I got for you, and you, you hit on that a little bit, the Nebraska uh, fan base here, they love you. Uh, they have followed you, and they have stuck with you throughout, even once you're no longer playing here. And the way that they still continue to support this women's team, you just don't see that kind of support for women's sports everywhere. You know, just how special Absolutely. has that meant to you to have that kind of support from the Nebraska faithful for so many years? Oh, I, I like can and put it into words. It's really like so amazing. And I know that every time like I come, I come back even for a match, like just so great to see like the excitement around volleyball and just stoked, you know, to watch a game. And uh, I, I literally can't, I cannot put it into words, but I know, you know, maybe girls that haven't gone to the, to Nebraska, you know, I, I, I it's unfortunate for them because I'm just like, man, like, 
it, it's so great to be able to come and, and, and to be from that and, and so thankful for that. So do you want to announce your candidacy for governor now or do you want to wait a little <laughs> while after the Olympics? Because I'm pretty sure you'd do um, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off for now, okay. but we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll be waiting on that, Governor Larson. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I appreciate that. Jordan, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck. Can't wait to watch uh, you and your fellow Huskers uh, in the Olympics yes. this summer. Thank, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on.